welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Now's the time to help us out. There are so many ways you can. Subscribe, leave us a review, share your favorite episode, become a sponsor, or do all of the above. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter, and visit theaterofthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. has arrived and RuPaul has hopped the pond. Put those subtitles on because you're going to need them. It's time to break down the premiere of Drag Race UK. It's going to be a jolly good time and joining me to talk about all 11 pages of my notes, it's the beautiful Amanda Pork. Hello. No, no, no. Rar. 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 Everyone. Rar. Everyone. Oh, God. Claws up. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm, I'm well. I, I had fun watching this new show. Yeah, it's a hoot. It's totally... It's it's a different experience. It's a from very different experience. Mm-hmm. It, it's Drag Race on a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, things are very similar. It's what we know, but it's also not what we know. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. I had fun. I smiled. Like, that's what this show should be doing to us. I was a little disappointed that they didn't play croquet, but I was really counting on that. I'm I'm sure we'll get it at some point. I'm Mm -hmm. sure there are, like, I'm sure there will definitely be an actual tea time at some point. Oh, let's hope Um, so, yeah. We're not going to get, like, a reading challenge. It'll be, like, a tea time. um, And then we'll be stealing it from my podcast. (laughs) I should Um, be this untucked. Well, we'll we'll get to this, um, as I call it. We'll break it down. um, Untucked Junior. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the show. Um, Did you do much research before episode one happened? Not really. Um, I've been, you know, following the girls and following the promos, things like that, but um, I haven't really done any research into the production of the the series at all, Um, but I'm very excited to, to, you know, keep up with it and see where it goes. Yeah, I... um... I try to do as much research as I can. Um, and we did our preview podcast a couple of weeks ago, uh, me and Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that prior to going to DragCon. And I wish I waited till after, because then I met all the queens, and I felt bad for the shit I said after listening back. I was like, fuck, I really ripped apart certain people. Mm-hmm. But those promo looks were rip-apartable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very excited to um, see how this production works because yeah this is a different network it's a different television mm-hmm. world we do things very differently than they do and yeah. um you apparently can curse out there we can't do that <laughs> so interesting. Um, but yeah we're let, let, let's talk about it um before we dive into the 10 queens let's talk about the workroom mm-hmm. um there are certainly elements that are familiar mm-hmm. um it's pink it's pink the backdrops are still pink brick um but the entrance itself it's kind of cool it had like this like weird like light bulb thingamajig yeah uh, with plaid because uh, i guess that's the the fabric of the uk you know, you know um I but yeah then the actual entrance backdrop is like the zoomed in part of the uh british flag yeah and then it has the work neon sign they can barely read mm-hmm. interesting interesting i into it i was it's a brand for, it's a brand it's a brand um, I mean, I definitely think it worked for this. I wish the neon sign was a little different or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost curious if they just transported that from L.A. They're like, send it on over. Send yeah. It on over. Put it on but no, I, I appreciate that they gave us something familiar, but put their own twist on it. Yeah, I totally agree. All right. So the first queen coming in. Uh, 
Bag of chips. Um, I have absolutely no idea what she said, what it means. All I heard was that she wanted to be covered in daddy sauce, and I'm very triggered. Um, um, Like many things, I have to research this. Um, Do you know what daddy sauce is? Uh, I have a feeling. Um, For those uninitiated, daddy sauce is a brown sauce. What is a brown sauce? Well, it's like steak sauce. And honestly, okay. this makes the whole analogy of what she said worse. worse Why does but... she want to be covered in snake sauce? I don't know. Because she's a bag of chips? Is that what they eat? Could... Like honestly, maybe instead of ketchup? I don't thought it was like fish and chips. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, um, do I they asked put, one of do my... they put daddy sauce on the fish and chips? I don't know, I guess. Because it's almost like a steak sauce, but like a ketchup. It's the same company that makes it. So I guess like instead of dipping the chips in ketchup it's in the brown sauce or the, the daddy sauce, sauce or whatever the daddy sauce. yeah i was like okay i'm triggered already daddy sauce daddy sauce <laughs> um yeah let's before we talk about her entrance look specifically let's talk about the confessional look yes um, bag is wild yeah um that yellow for a jacket i wrote that that was like my first note i was like absolutely <laughs> i was like it makes sense <laughs> it makes sense for yeah. her um but she's also a character like I've never encountered before yeah. on this show. She's actually maybe a crazy person. I think maybe a crazy person. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Um, so we learned that she loves gin and tonic, um, mm-hmm. Coronation Street, and a good old shag. Mm-hmm. And all I can hear is, shall we shag now or shag later? <laughs> Always shag now. Yeah. Um, Austin and, Powers. And later. Wait, there has to be an Austin Powers challenge, right? Maybe, Maybe. Right? Maybe one Fingers day. Fingers crossed. Or, or is that offensive to British people? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who you know, We'll find out. Um, so she calls herself Big Brassy Blonde with big knockers. Um, she does. She is known for her personality, her live vocals, her uniqueness, because she is unique as fuck. Mm-hmm. This was the first time we got a curse word mm-hmm. without being... I was like... Yeah. yeah. Um, she also calls herself a gobshite. I wrote that down. I said, what is that? Um, what does that mean? I don't know. I... I try to do some research and i think it just means mean gobshite i don't know but like literally i was so turned on with i was like sold on the show the second like she opened her mouth with yeah. all these ridiculous words it was, like, she was the right I'm person sold. to enter Absolutely, first i agree um yeah i i definitely like i the first time i watched it i was like okay i'm watching the second time i had to put the subtitles on because like i don't know what you're saying <laughs> yeah. i don't understand the words and that's an ignorance on my part but like Let's learn together. Just yeah. dumb it down for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, should we talk about the entrance look? Yeah. Um, compared to everything else we've seen so far, this is pretty subdued for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves her prints. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's like leopard print. It's sparkly. Um, yeah, so we, we what I did is I put it on my Instagram. Um, so you can... We, we I let the fans tutor boot everything. Mm-hmm. Um We'll get to those results shortly. But, yeah, I, I didn't mind this. It was, um, the hair was fine. It was just a blonde pushback. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I really noticed was that she couldn't really walk in those heels. Yeah. She was waddling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then she talked about that you can see her minge. Her minge. Her minge. Her ginger. Her oh, ginger. ginger. Um, yeah, I was not a super, super, um, fan of this look overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but compared to, like, the promo look, it's a step up. I agree. Um. And the confidence really sold me. She really came in and she was like, this is who I am. Mm Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I gave this a boot. Um. 
Yeah. The audience, um, it was a 73% toot and a 27% boot. Interesting. Very interesting. I was like, really? It wasn't a standout look for me. No, but... But I, I think it was fine. Yeah, was again, compared to what we saw her in the promo shoot, this is a mm-hmm. massive upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Baga seems like she's going to be yeah, I think she's gonna decent be a, TV. I think she's going to be a fighter. Yeah. Next up is Blue Hydrangea, and I'm Ugh. in love. Um, yeah. Honestly, everything about her is perfection, and her is a boy. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, we love an Irish gal. Um she calls herself her drag style a school art project with legs. Yeah, she did. I, I thought that was funny. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, she's inspired by cosplay and is always 100% blue, which not the color, just her. Mm-hmm. UK Laguna Blue. Yeah. Of. Coincidence? Um, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> um, she is absolutely endearing and charming, and I could gaze into her eyes as she smiles and talks with that Irish accent, and I think I'm in love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Blue, I know you have a boyfriend, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm here. I'm you here know, forever. it's never too early to, you know, call it quits. Yeah, exactly. Um, she also says that she is a Generation Rue um, queen, as one of the kids yeah, right. who grew up with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. Um, to put it in that perspective that we're getting to the point, I mean, this entire cast is a mixed bag, but I think it's really interesting we're getting to the point where people started because of the show. Right. Um, but she definitely is one of those Instagram queens. Yeah. Uh, has a high, 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 uh, follower count and just knocks out those looks all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. She's really um, stunning. Yeah, so let's talk about her entrance look. I thought it was pretty pretty exquisite. Yeah. Um, loved the blue lilac she chose. Um, it's in the eyes, it's the hair, it's the gloves, the flowers. It's a very cohesive look, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I agree. I totally think that, especially, you know, entrance look, you really have no idea what Rue's going to throw at you once right. you get in there. You could be, you know, season five, you know, underwater, shoot, you know what I mean? So you really have to, like, dress for, for anything. I really think she did that. I really yeah. think it was, like basic enough that she can move around and you mm-hmm. know do whatever she needs to but also it was like her brand yeah absolutely and i th- yeah i think she knocked it out of the park it was a really great choice yeah for me i gave it a toot toot um the audience 59 percent toot 41 percent boot yeah i know interesting <laughs> really interesting i was very surprised next up we have my goddess it's the ddc on the bbc it's Davina DeCampo. Um, yeah. I thought her entrance line, hoping for the season one filter, was very, very funny. Yeah, she's genius. Yeah. Um, well, girl, you didn't get the season one filter, but you got the season one budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is from Brighouse, um, which apparently is a town in West Yorkshire. Serve. I didn't know. Only Yorkshire I know is the Terriers. This fuckers are cute as hell. Yeah. So. Um... She is classy, sassy, and a little bit brassy, and has the best laugh next to Evie Oddly. She really, it's really great. Her, it, 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 it's, I don't. How do you develop that laugh? Like, where does know. that come from? I have no idea. There's got to be like some scientist who can teach us how laughs evolve. Yeah. Um, she calls herself the bridge between old school and new school drag. Mm-hmm. Um, she dances, she acts, she can tell jokes very badly, she can sew, she styles wigs, and she can sing in five languages and four and a half octaves while doing the splits. Take that, bitch. Yeah. Can you do really all that? Said that. No. <laughs> I can barely read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have been a big fan of hers um, because of her um, 
little moment on The Voice. Have you seen her? I haven't. No, no. Yeah. Um, Well, apparently she's been on the telly a lot. Um, I love that they sped up um, when she was going through her credits. It was a very, very funny moment. Kind of shady, but very funny moment. Um, Again, for those who have not seen the clip, she was a contestant, I think, in 2016 on The Voice UK. Mm -hmm. And she in drag in drag. Nice singing uh, "Poor Wandering One," "Poor Wandering One" from Pirates of Penzance. Mm -hmm. So she's doing opera. Mm -hmm. And all four judges not turn around. They're not feeling it. And then they turn around and they're like, it's a man. Yeah. Um, and after the fact, Boy George, who was one of the um, hosts or uh, mentors, whatever they are, um, was very disappointed that he did not turn around. Mm-hmm. Um, because Davina DeCampo is incredible. But I am a huge fan. Um, she's also a judge or panelist or whatever it is on the show um, all together now, which she said... Um, in her right. package. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you've not seen that show, it's a hundred panelists uh, from the music world industry who basically you as a contestant have to sing your song and get the most amount of people to stand up. Mm, it's really cool with the concept. And she's one of the head um, uh, panelists on air. Um, her and uh, um, Ginger Spice. Oh, oh my gosh. Later in the season. Coincidence? So I think not. Um, I love her, but this look was not my favorite. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, she did, she's known for her signature bright red hair, but she kind of went for like a very basic red-tinted brunette. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite. The fur coat is very overwhelming and distract from the plaid dresses that she had. And it made her look like um, that kind of like the aunt you see in the holidays that is going to just like drink and stir shit up all night. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, later we'll see the interaction between her and Baga being like, um, <laughs> we just dropped the kids off at school. Yeah, well, that's the look you served that's us like for here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm obsessed with her, and um, I still gave her a two because I love her, but, um, yeah, what, what, where are you? I'm going to give a two. I think I was too caught up in the the laughs and the, Maybe, yeah. you know, her. And, like, I just love her branding with those necklaces because she has the one that says Davina, she has the DDC. Right, right. It's, it's branding. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 30 32% gave it a toot. 68, boot. Boot. Yeah, people, people weren't here for her. Next up, we have Crystal. Um, oh, yes. Um, I want to talk about the greatest entrance line, I think, um, in possibly series history. I agree. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's body dysmorphia. I screamed. I screamed. Um, it was so bad, it was funny. Yeah. Like, so offensive, but funny. But also, like, it's, like, woke. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was so good. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love Crystal. Um, I got to see her at Bushwick this year while she was in town. Mm-hmm. Um, w- incredible performance. Um, she was basically wearing these... Um, metal cuffs and then metal um bodice and underwear and she had this um saw that she used and just like started to saw it off and all you see are these sparks and it was all set to music perfectly timed and then when she went to do the like the underwear the garter she like got down on her knees and it looked like sparks were farting out of her ass it was so good i'm obsessed with crystal yeah, and I, yeah. That is what you saw in, from everything she brought this this night. She, I agree. She's really good. Um, mm-hmm. She says she's sparkly, transparent, and cheap, and also has weird black dots under her eyes in the confessional. Did you notice those? No, I didn't. She notice. has these, like it looked like it was like glue that was stuck from the oh um, maybe from something, but clearly the confessionals are taped much later. Right. Not sure what it was going on, but. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she calls herself a glam rock superhero, and I'm here for it. I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Davina calls Crystal out for uh, detecting an accent, and that's funny because all of them have accents. Oh, I know. We're like, what? <laughs> um, uh, but yes, Crystal is originally from Canada, but she has been living in East London for I think she said ten, 10 years. Yeah. Um, she does aerials, and that's so cool, and that's mm-hmm. cool drag because we can do other things besides you know lip syncing. Right. Exactly. I mean, you can do aerials, right? You can do selfs. Who's Ariel? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love her look. I think it's funky and weird, but it works for her aesthetic. Um, she definitely stands out with the, like the color holographic piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- her look features one tip. I think that was a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, she's like uh, unicorn. Unicorns are out. Unitits are in. Funny. <laughs> um, I think I hated the boots because they were so basic. Yeah. But if she didn't have the giant like collar to tie it all together, I would have like read her the house down mm-hmm. boots. Yeah. Um, I just loved her hair. Um, it was messy on purpose. Um, her beat is fucking incredible, and she incorporated a lot of the color from the look into her eyes. And I thought, yeah, she's she's a really put together mm-hmm. polished queen that is going to serve you that deliberate mess. I was gonna say I was like it's very intentional what she's doing. Yeah, I I am a very 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 big crystal stan. Yeah, me too. Um, I gave her. a Toot. How could you mm-hmm. not? Yeah, I agree. Toot. 84% only give her a toot. 16% poot. 16%. Haters. Yeah. Next up, we have some Ting Wong. <laughs> um, oh, what a journey we're going to go on with her. I um, really think so, yeah. Um, did somebody order delivery because she's going to take away the crown? Come on, leaning into racial comedy. That's her brand. Um, her is. confessional. Um, I think she could. she looked like she was part of the crew. I was like, that, okay, choices. That's okay. I think even Destruction looks like she's part of the crew also in her mm-hmm. confessionals, but that's another story. Um, yeah, like the floral t-shirt was not that flattering, um, but choices. Um, she says she's glam on a budget, and at least she's self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a major budget. It's like, it's not even thrift store. It's like garbage. Yeah. Not a fan. Um, and she also says she's a modern showgirl, but that is not a modern showgirl. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Um, so when Blue asks about her name, her response is what I said. Um, I laughed and gasped. When she discusses whether her name is racist, I will just call back to something wrong because I'm not allowed to repeat what she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just go back to the tape and see what she said because it, it, it was very, very funny. Yeah. Um, knowing what we'll see later, I think her look was one of those, I spent money on everything else for the competition and I'm just going to literally take what I have off the rack. Because mm-hmm. this look was bad. Yeah. And it's really got to be, like, that's the first. Yeah. Thing. Everything we've seen from her at this point, like, has been bad. Even at DragCon. Everything she wore at DragCon was like, okay, like, yeah, sure, shop at Forever 21, that's your thing, but, like, this was not good mm-hmm. compared to the rest of your sisters. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this horrid tangerine wraparound with, like, the nude cape with the leftover flowers Blue didn't use, the hair, it's basic and unkempt. Like, don't get me started on the earrings plaza necklace she was wearing. Um, like, I Ooh. get this is season one, but, like, this series has been around. Like, you got to step up your entrance look. Yeah. Did not work for me. Um, I gave it a boot. Mm, I boot it, too. Yeah. yeah. 87% gave it a boot. Yeah. 13% gave it a toot. I love her, though. <laughs> I, I do, too. Like, she won me over by the end of the episode. Yeah, like, absolutely. Everything up until this point is like, oh, God, this is hard to watch. Next up is Cheryl Hole. 
Um, this bitch has the confidence I wish I had. Mm-hmm. She knows what she is. Um, and in case you didn't know, you'll know in this episode, but Cheryl is from Essex. Essex. Take a shot every time she says Essex. Um, Essex, I've learned, is like the Valley Girls of England. Um, mm-hmm. and there's an entire reality show about it. Really? Mm-hmm. There's, I don't remember, it's, it's an Essex show, which is kind of like the Hills style. Uh-huh. And then there's a show called Gordy Shore, which is like Jersey Shore. Yeah. I've done Jesus. some research. And it's also because like some of these, um... Former cast members are on uh, the challenge now because that's what MTV does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Cheryl and her confessional. First off, how much do those teeth cost? <laughs> At least she knows that as well. And why the backward ha- cap? Like, what is she hiding under there? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then she says something very interesting. She goes, every hole is a goal with Cheryl Hole. Aquaria called. She wants her catchphrase back. Yeah, I'm like, mm. I know. Yeah, we'll get into it later, but I was yeah. like, wait, why? Why are we stealing from the show that we already know? Right. Like, you're more original than this, yeah. especially because like I'm pretty sure you probably already know Aquaria because you've worked with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheryl is a as she says is a fringy minge who can turn the party. She is glam and polished. Um, and I think, like, when you look at her, she's definitely a superstar. Yeah, I agree. Um, she has the wow factor about it. Um, apparently she has never met Cheryl Cole before, despite playing her in a Girls Aloud uh, drag tribute group. And for those who don't know who Girls Aloud is, um, they have an incredible cover of Jump For My Love. It's a really good song. It's a great song. Um, they're, they're, they're a pretty good girl group. Mm-hmm. And they, they have a little more longevity than the Spice Girls, but... Mm-hmm. You know. Um... Her look. I absolutely loved it. I wrote down drag orgasm. Yeah, I think the fringe is enticing, but it's not overpowering. Um, do I wish there like were maybe some stones on the nude mesh? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But um, I think her hair is everything. The long blonde with like the top not pony. Sign me up. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, I should have asked last night, but I should have um, asked Honey Davenport when I saw her if she can borrow, um, if Cheryl can borrow her uh, fringe hat. Oh. <laughs> uh. I love you, Rip. honey. Um, but yeah, I think like her makeup skills are absolutely flawless because it's very natural. And I know yeah. we don't like to use this term after Halloween yelled at everybody, but she's a little fishy. Mm-hmm. She's fishy. Fishy. Um, there's yeah, something about her that just gives me just the star power that Alyssa Edwards has. I agree. I was thinking, I was like, she gives me like almost like Brooklyn Heights and Laganja had like a baby. <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely what Drag Race wants. Yeah. And, like, later on they joke about um, uh, everyone being like, oh, my God, I knew you'd be here. And she's like, why? And then uh, Crystal will be like, because you talked about it all the time. Uh-huh. Um, she is made for this show. How yeah. she'll do on this show, it'll be interesting. So we'll talk we'll about see. what she did on the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is the star power. There's a reason why she was center in that group shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I give her a toot. I give her a toot. Only 61% gave her a toot. 39% gave her a boot. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to probably personally message everyone who gave her a boot and been like, what are we <laughs> thinking? Tell me what's wrong here. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we have Gothy Kendall. Rewatching the episode, I paused the show and said I'm going to cry because this whole journey for Gothy is heartbreaking. But more on that later. Uh-huh. Um, she... <laughs> she enters and says, so this is what it looks like. I swear I've heard that before. Yeah, you've... On the show. You've heard it before. Oh, God. And also, that was interesting because I was like, this is like a new set, too. So I was yeah. like, this is what it looks like. 
Yeah. It just felt like a weird comment. She she she's not ready. She was not TV ready, but yeah. she is twenty one from uh, Leicester. I can't, I can't, I don't know how to say it. I promised myself I'd remember how to say it, but... Well, here we are. Here we are. And we don't know. <laughs> um, but my favorite part, and I want to make a gif of it and just send it all, to people all the time, is Gothy Kendall, Gothy Kendall. It's so I, cute. It's so cute. It's stupid. I'm... I want the gif. Like, someone please make it for me. It's so cute. I'm so endearing. Um, when asked what inspired her look, she says she's a bit of a chav. What is a chav, you ask? Well... A chav is a uh, pejorative for an antisocial lower class youth dressed in sportswear, and now the look makes sense. <laughs> like, uh, um, and I was like, because like again, like we don't know some of these terms, but uh-huh. we're learning. That's what this show is about: learning. Mm-hmm. Um, she states that her drag is quite strong and intimidating, but it does not reflect her boy self, who is shy. Mm-hmm. She's a little nerdy. I know. She's yeah. a little. Um, um, introverted, and this um, was really the moment where I was like, "Oh, Gothy Kendall is one of my friends." But we're going to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved her look. I really loved her look. I was expecting a lot from she. She classifies she classifies herself as a look queen. Absolutely. Um, and after seeing her, I loved her promo look. It was like yeah. it was like probably my favorite. After seeing that, I was like, I really. Um, She's going to be a knockout when it comes to looks. So. Yeah, I think it was fresh. It was unique. The purple is a statement. Mm-hmm. The anal beads on the wig are very much a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, the gloves and the heels are tied into the hair color and the belt. And I, I think this was just overall very cohesive. You can tell that she takes the time to put everything Absolutely. together. Yeah. Um, what I will say is she is fucking thin as hell. Yeah, she's a um, Like, you could see the twigs that were her legs through that look. I was like, I could actually break you. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, but mm-hmm. I could actually break you. Um, but I, I was a very big fan of this look. Compared to everything we had seen at this point, I was like, this is the most unique thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I give her a toot. Gothy Kendall. Gothy 2D, 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 2D. Yeah. Um, only 67% give her a toot. 33% give her a boot. So weird. I'm real. This is like the first time where my audience has not been on the same. I was page. gonna say. I was like, I want to go through like your. Yeah. Well, <laughs> your we will. Don't worry. We're gonna call you all out, bitches. <laughs> Next up is my dear friend, but not actually dear friend. I know her. I met her. Whatever. Vinegar Strokes. Um, as she stomps her way into the workroom, something Wong immediately knows who she is. This was really the first time we saw any interaction of okay, this person knows this right. person. I really would love the cut footage to actually know who knows who. Yeah. Because there obviously, we mentioned um, Crystal talking about Cheryl and wanting to be on the show. What is that dynamic like? Who who really knows who? Yeah. Because um, that's my favorite part of like this series now. It's like, cause when we get to season 12, that's going to be... And they like faint, yeah. Season 12 <laughs> is going to be a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, she didn't come here, she didn't come to become a little bit of a slag, she became, she came to become a total slag. And all the girls laugh. And I'm like, what's a slag? Mm-hmm. Well, a slag is British lingo for promiscuous woman. Yeah. Is this how they feel when they watch our show? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, maybe. Maybe, Probably. Probably. Um, so she's from the Big Smoke, which makes her a proper London lady, and I did my research, still don't know what that means. Um, she seemed to get the most revered entrance of recognition from everybody. I agree. I wrote um, that down. I was like, she got, like, no 
screen time or anything. Yeah. Um, did you know she was in Everybody Talk? Everybody's Talking About Jamie as Sandra Bollocks with Michelle Visage? Yes, yes. But don't worry, she didn't get any advice. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Um, she refers to herself as a dragter, a.k.a. an actor who does drag and a drag queen who acts. Mm-hmm. Are you that? Um, it depends on how much I've had a drink. <laughs> That's fair. Or, like, who I'm around, you know, it depends. Um, I don't know what it is, but Vinegar and Baga always wear the same patterns or have the same color stories. Yeah. In the promo, it's pink, black, and white. Here, they're both wearing leopard. What's going on? What's going on? Are they the same person? Do they know each other? Did they plan this? So I can talk about it. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, we'll call um, them up. We'll call them up. Yeah. The gloves I thought were really fascinating. I don't know if I love them or hate them, but they match the outfit like perfectly. A lot of people mm-hmm. like gloves on. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a British thing. Maybe it was cold. I think so. Well, when they always have like the tea. I feel yeah. Like like, I feel like it's a very glove yeah. kind of place. It's very exquisite. We kind of do gloves and drag here. Sort of. Yeah. Well, whenever we have gloves with the nails on them. Yes. Or we don't want to wear nails, so we just put gloves on and call it a day. Yeah. Um, I think the worst part about this look, though, was the shoes. Because they are not the same red, shade of red as the trim on the That's look. always, yeah. Like, just go with a fucking black pump if you're right. going to do that. Like, do not call out this red, because it was ugly. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I love Vinegar as a character and as a person she is a super sweetheart again the she was the one where i regretted most about like talking so much smack about her pre-meeting her and then meeting her at dragon and giving her um a bag that was zebra print and pink and black and white yeah and her like now using that all the time we have a connection yeah still not feeling her completely though mm-hmm. um i give her a boot it's gonna be a boot um, 52% gave her a toot, 48% gave her a boot. Yeah, so half and half. So yeah, half and half. Not too bad. <sighs> Next up is Scaredy Cat. What? Did she just hiss at me? She just hissed at me. <sighs> I think she hisses. Yeah. Um, the first words out of her mouth are that she likes playing with balls of yarn, having a sleep in the sun, and licking herself all over. She is committed to this character. She is... Yeah, pussy cat. This is method acting. <laughs> um, I don't think Scaredy Cat has ever left the house ever because <laughs> she is translucent. Yeah. Um, this confessional look is quite alarming. I know. Um, I think she's wearing lip gloss because those lips are pretty bright. Yeah. Um, the boyish jean jacket looks like she's going to uh first day of school photo day. Uh huh. Um. Not to read you for your jean jacket right now. Hey. Yours is cool. Cause and you, I have you, Brittany you, underneath. You can't yeah. see it in the podcast, but it's Brittany, bitch. Yeah. I mean, you you have um, pins on, so that makes it you much know. cooler. Um, yeah, I, um, she, I, I'm worried for her. Like, is she albino? Like, she, she has no pigment in her. Or is that makeup? I I, I don't know. So there's, I'm not getting the scaredy cat. I know, the first connection. thing was like confessional. I was like, lips. I was like, yeah. They're so different from her face. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she, she reveals that she is 19 and has only been doing That's drag for 11 months. Oh, and she has a girlfriend. Love that. not actually I gay. I love that. Scaredy Cat really likes the pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she did not say exactly what her sexual orientation is. I believe mm-hmm. post-filming there's been uh, talk that she is bi. Mm-hmm. Great. I love that. Love that. I love bi visibility on this show. I agree. Did every did we react the way they all reacted? Absolutely, because it is kind of culture shock for yeah. to see someone who's not 
gay to do drag. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? It's the new frontier. Why yeah. not? Let's talk about um, when she said she's never performed before. And Rue picked her for a reason. That's just so interesting. And then her me. girlfriend is named Prissycat, who is another drag queen. Yeah. This entire moment, um, I'm waiting for the big like reveal at some point because I'm sure there's a backstory that we're all missing. Yeah. How do you get on Drag Race without performing? For the audition, like for the tapes, you it's literally a performance reel. It's just interesting. Right. Um, Did she get pulled from somewhere? Like, is like, is this like blackmail? Is it's like a producer on the show um, being blackmailed and was told she has to be on the show? Like, what is going on here? Maybe we'll find out later. Maybe she's got a a little trauma moment, you know? Yeah, because a lot of people have you know experiences that you know validate their their chance on the show. So let's talk about the look itself. It's very childlike, Um, pink on pink on pink. Yep, from head to toe, hair included. Mm -hmm. The bow is pink. It's giant. Um, but let's dissect the face a little bit. I don't love her sideburns. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Those aren't sideburns. That's her contour. What the fuck is going on? Um, and then, like, that giant pink contour of her nose? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't get it. I got what she was doing. She's like, this is, you know, this is my brand. As many of the queens have come in and done. But I'm like, maybe, like, more thought out like chill like more like mature version of your brand i think she's 19 she's 19 but never gone on drag before drag is like female impersonation yeah i've never seen a female look like that but also if you're like gonna try to do like a cartoony kind of look like it like it and after seeing like nina benina brown you (laughs) yeah you gotta like you gotta like do it yeah, <laughs> you I, can't, like, I, she's another one where I'm like, it. I need, I would like to just sit down with you and just go in your brain and understand what your thought process yeah. is. Yeah. Because even her confessionals throughout the episode, I was like, what? Yeah, where, no where, idea Where are you on. coming? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing I liked about her look was the fur coat, simply because of the color blocking. Um, and I thought the blue was very important for the look, having the blue tie into the shoes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a boot, obviously. Like, not a fan of it. Yeah, boot, no. Well, mm-hmm. 38% gave so it a toot, 62% gave it a boot. Yeah. Um, but still, I thought it would be a lot different. And finally, we're a half hour in, and we finally got to our last girl in their entrance look. Woo-hoo. It's the Vivian. There she is. Um, don't get too comfy, girls. This is gonna take two minutes. So she likes it quick. Mm-hmm. Um, she must be rich for, from, like, all the work she's had done, because that face and those teeth. Uh-huh. And the giant browns brows, but like I think uh, th- we're lucky that they're there. Still not sure if they were drawn on or if those are actually her yeah, brows. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, good for her. Um, she's from Liverpool, and the only thing I know about Liverpool is the Beatles. Yep, I think that's it's, it. Yeah. Um, her name is inspired by Vivian Westwood, but didn't want a surname, so she took on the the Vivian. Which doesn't that make Vivian the surname? So it's her first name, the. <laughs> let's talk to the vixen see what she has to say <laughs> see what she has yeah um, so four years ago she was crowned the UK ambassador for drag race yep. uh, which means she has met Rue before mm-hmm. good for her um, and I think this is the best entrance look of the season it's a fucking power statement mm-hmm. um, love the red jacket with like the simple black bra the shoes are basic but at least they're black too 
Um, I love her hair. It's, it's got a little more personality compared to what Baga brought, but they're both like slick back blonde. Um, I, I really thought this is my, the first time I was like, okay, the Vivian is not messing around. She's going to win. She wants mm-hmm. to win. I give it a two. I give it a two, too. It's very much in the same vein as um, what I said about Blue's look. She really came in knowing that she could really have to do yeah. anything. Like, she could take that jacket off and do whatever Literally. she wanted to do. Yeah. Um, this was the highest rated two at 90%. 10% give reboot. Well, they all cheer that they are the cast of season one of Drag Race, and the infamous alarm goes off because it's time for Rue Mail. Um, the message is basically a typical Rue video littered with, like, British colloquialisms. Um, walk into the per- the uh, race purse first, like the queen, keep calm and carry on, or heads will roll, blah, 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 blah. Rue walks in and is looking very loud with that uh, suit with, like, those, like, color kaleidoscopes on it, like... Yeah. Uh-huh, it was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. He makes some jokes about personally picking all of them, which leads to a fingering joke, and I was like, I am over this moment. Next, please. Mm-hmm. Um, after offering some sage advice, we learned that the winner will earn at the grand finale. Well, the winner will be whisked off to Hollywood, where she will star in her very own digital series. Right after that, we get this confessional from Something Wong in Hollywood, and it's really funny. And okay, let's learn about the rest of the prize package. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. Literally, yeah. the winner of this fucking show gets no cash prize, no year supply of insert British makeup brand here, just a show for WoW Presents Plus. Yep. I think it's total blasphemy. It's but crazy. You, but you learned something. I read on Facebook, someone commented on uh, someone, you know, reading the, the show for this prize package, and someone commented and said, well, you know, like in the UK, like, you know, BBC's taxpayer-funded television, so they legally aren't allowed giving prizes to anyone competing on a reality show and i that's just so interesting i don't know yeah. how true i don't know i haven't looked into that more but i saw it and i was like i guess that makes sense it makes sense i understand it um but again it's like if you can't give a cash prize you're still giving a prize of a, a show can't you offer other things yeah like a yeah like a photo shoot a photo spread something. or even like a one woman tour kind of like yeah. moment you know um, it's like, so interesting, yeah. especially because all these queens who have gone through Drag Race and gone home even, like, early have WoW Prisons shows. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you was, you was doing something. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's very interesting. Um, I'm very excited to see how they all feel about it. Yeah. Because, obviously, they must have known that's what they signed up for. Right, exactly. For us, it's culture shock. For them, if this is the case, not so much. Mm-hmm. They understand it. Well, Rue announces the first mini challenge is going to be a photo shoot where they will be serving body and face, but not at the same time. Um, and before that, we get oh, Brit crew. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yummy. Oh my gosh. Um, I will take the white boy. Um, someone get me his name immediately. Oh wait, Instagram told me already. His name is Tom Scanlon. Um, there are apparently I think five or six uh, Brit crew members we'll see throughout the season because mm-hmm. we got a photo on the official Instagram um, with Rue and the rest of the Brit crew. Um, they're all very attractive. Yeah. Um, there's one that is six eight, and I was like, okay, pass. Too small. <laughs> um, but yeah, this the guy who's six eight is standing on the floor, and then this guy is on step number two, mm-hmm. and he's still shorter. He's still shorter. Wow. But. I just, I just gotta say that, like, Brit Cruz, like, that's, like, right up, like, my humor out. Yeah. It's so funny it's, It was me. so funny. It, it was, like, you said that I literally like, had to pause it. I was, like, I was, like, losing. I was, like, he really did that. Yeah, like, it that's was. so stupid. It's it so was funny. really, really smart. Um, 
Let's talk about the premise of the photo shoot. So they are going to do a video postcard called Off With Her Head, where they will be posing with their severed head. Yeah. Um, first, they will be they will do body adi adi and then face face face. In body adi adi, they will be wearing a green screen muzzle. Mm-hmm. In face face face, they will be getting in a green screen cage. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this is the most bonkers challenge I've ever seen on this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go through them a little bit. Baga shows off her uh, tuppins to feed the birds um, and shows that she is pantyless. Mm-hmm. Again, you're on Drag Race. Put fucking panties on. Um, right. Her line is something about uh, shut your gob, there's a draft. I guess <laughs> back to the gob shite thing. I don't know. I don't know. Her mouth, I don't know. Um, Blue's confessional about putting on a collar and getting to a box was priceless and uh, fantasy inducing. Mm-hmm. Um, her line is share inspired about how you're going to have a cuppa without a, this mug. I guess um, cuppa yeah. is referencing yeah. having tea. Um, Davina's line is kind of funny but not memorable. It was a really poor showing for her. Um, Crystal is having her head blow herself, and apparently that's not too far for this show. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I liked it. Um, also, uh, her line, pretty bland, not the best. Gothy. Poor Gothy. She says, I give better head than all the queens here. So Rue has her do it multiple times, and each time... (laughs) It's the exact same thing. Yeah. And this was the moment I realized we're either watching her go this episode, or this is going to be the best redemption arc in a single episode. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Really sad. Uh, Vinegar Strokes goes doggy style, so Rue asks Vinegar what her name means, and I actually happened upon this answer a few weeks ago when I googled her name and accidentally found out. Uh, Why, yes. It is the, um, it's the face you make when you're about to come. And this is why British humor is so dry, and they can get away with this name. That's just so interesting. It's like the face you make if you like taste right. of vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's going to be a thing. And you know yeah. what? Good for her. Yeah, work it, you know? You know use, the, use that cultural reference. Vinegar very much is the kind of campy humor that I love when it comes to, like, Monty Python. Yeah. And that's what I'm very excited by her. Like I know her looks are not quite polished and everything, but I'm I lo- I'm excited by her. Yeah. Um, scaredy cat. Oh, scaredy cat. Um, she's shitting her head out. And apparently, that's what she does constantly. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Um, but go off. She's. Uh, I don't. I can't. I I thought it was a very boring. Yeah. Um, something Long is next, um, and she was suckling on her tit. <laughs> yeah. Next. I have, um, yeah, not here for that one. The Vivian does some impersonations. First is Michael Caine, Maggie Smith, Cardi B. We know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kim Woodburn, we don't know her. Um, she is a Big Brother UK star and a former cleaner. And I have no idea what a fucking cleaner is. Do you know what a cleaner is? No. It's it literally, sounds like I can't afford it. It's literally what it says. She got famous for cleaning houses on a reality show wow and i was like is this my new calling for a reality show <laughs> i mean clearly my room's a fucking mess i'll clean other people's rooms i need someone to clean my room mm-hmm. but um i want to get famous for cleaning a house yeah so who is the winner of this first mini challenge who would you have said the winner was see i was so interested because you said earlier she wasn't memorable i really liked Davina. you like Davina? i love i would have crowned crystal just because of how out there and like yeah. raunchy it was, but no, no, we're both wrong because it was scaredy cat. 
Yeah, I and, think... And mm-hmm. the room does an awkward clap, and as Davina says, she just got birthed. What is this about? I agree. It just didn't... Like, when I saw it, I was like, okay. I mean, this felt like a very obvious... Do you think this was shenanigans from the producers of being like, let's let her win first. I think so. And then cause some tension within the room. I think so. Because it did cause a lot of tension. It has Valentina energy. Yeah. There there was just some... Again, maybe it's the British humor that's not necessarily fully connecting to us where whatever she said or what the reference may have been, we didn't get it. Yeah. Maybe everyone else there got it. I didn't understand it yeah it really wasn't a standout for me i was shocked by that but well yeah it's time to announce the maxi challenge and the queens must sashay down the runway in an outfit inspired by queen elizabeth cool that's fine sounds fun um rue is about to deliver her signature line but reminds them he didn't cross the pond for just one look oh no they have to do a second look with a hometown flair they will be judged for creativity style and how they work it on the runway and that is very clear in this situation. Mm-hmm. I wish they had said that in our shows. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we're going to start claiming some stations. Um, all the luggage is literally in a pile and they have to like grab their stuff. Yeah. Um, Davina screams about getting a rail, which I guess is like a coat rack. I don't know. Um, Baga has all her clothes in a bin bag. Um, as the Vivian says, like she's coming from prison. <laughs> but leave it to the producers to let the not gay one talk about everyone de-dragging. Irony. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells us that Crystal is a lot of hair, and then Crystal and Cheryl say that in the UK, you can get away with not having brows or having a hairy chest. Right, yeah, I love, yeah, that was interesting. Um, because again, like, you look at um, Crystal, and you're like, oh my god, like, is this gonna be a milk situation where we're not just gonna get it? No, no, she's approved here. We They let her do this kind yeah. of thing. Um, Blue um, holds vinegar silicone tits, and Blue apparently has never held a tit or worn a tit before. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently they're very heavy. I've neither held nor worn one either. I don't think I have either. No. You, you don't have silicone tits for no. drag? No, I just wear a bra. I don't even really stuff it. Baga is wearing a turban, and we're going to go back to my favorite coffee moment. Baga, boy Baga, Baga, boy Baga. <laughs> boy. Same person. Um, and I agree. Yes. <laughs> I agree, coffee. But I don't know, like, again... Where this, like, was inspired by, but this whole, like, gothy candle, gothy candle, baga, boy, baga, baga, boy, baga. It's funny. It's so cute. It's so I don't adorable. know why it's so endearing yeah. to me. It's I, so yeah. cute. Um, so, the Vivian, um, she has clip-in teeth, and I'm scared. <laughs> Literally took them out. Um, Cheryl talks about getting hers done, and this is when Gothy gets insecure about her teeth, and I thought this was, like, a beautiful, yeah, moment. Again, this was the moment I was like, okay, she's either going, or this is, like, the winner's edit. Hmm. Um, and for those playing at home, Gothy on her Instagram story showed that she has gotten her teeth done since the show. I thought that, because I was yeah. like, her promo didn't, I was yeah. like, in her promo stuff, she She, she got, good. um, new teeth, and you know what? She got new confidence, and you go, girl. I'm really yeah. proud of you. yeah. We don't get much more of this because we cut away and it's now elimination day. They enter the workroom like the basic workroom entrances. Nothing special. Mm-hmm. At the makeup station, Scaredy tells Vinegar that she's from the middle of nowhere and that she likes Vinegar but she because she's giving her mommy vibes. Is this like daddy vibes for straight people? I don't know. Like, you mean like mommy vibes... Wait, hold on. Rephrase the rephrase. She was like, yeah, I, I'm, she's giving me mommy vibes. I'm feeling warm. And I was like, just like, you know, how a lot of gay men have daddy issues and 
call people daddy. Is this, is this like what straight people do and call women mommy? I don't know. When I when I I think a lot of people as as mommies who are just like very caring people. Yeah, that's fair. So I think it was more maybe in that. I'm just trying than... to make fun of Scaredy Cat because I don't understand her. She's yeah, so I get that. Yeah, no target. Um, because also, did you not? Did you know that Scaredy has never been to a drag show before? That was insane. She really said that. <laughs> How the hell did you get on this show? Like, I need this reveal drop to happen. I yeah. need to know the backstory between Scared. I need to know the trauma. What, what's yeah. up? Um, so Vivian uh, tapes her face back like Mrs. Doubtfire, um, you know, to get away all the years mm-hmm. of alcohol. She's only 26, but all the years of alcohol. <laughs> um, and it's tight. Um, also, did not notice until this moment that she only has a single gauge ear. She only has a gauge in one of the really? ears. Really? I didn't clock yeah. that. Um, I'm famously known for not loving big gauges. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Dragula, uh, Violencia, I freaked the fuck out. Um, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the gauges. And I was like, why only one gauge, though? Mm-hmm. So I want I want the backstory on that one, the Vivian. I just called her the Vivian. I can't believe I just did that. What's um, name? Baga is obsessed with the Royals. And you know who is not obsessed with the Royals? Crystal. Well, the Canadian tells it like it is. Um, and she says that they are unelected and they've got too much power and influence. And then they talk about how maybe us Americans would like a royal family. Um, But I don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. I don't think we want a royal family here. um, Because the closest thing we have to it are the Trumps. And I don't think we want that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really like that moment. It was very interesting. I also like it's... it's Because they even know, like, they're tying everything to U.S. culture with the show, you know? So they're really, like... Be like, oh, we're gonna, it's compare and contrast. Like, they yeah. literally know what they're doing at, the, at that time. It's very interesting. Yeah, well, Blue and Davina talk about where they perform, and as Davina says, you pay, I fly. I like that theory. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been doing drag for 15 years, and after Scaredy Cats wins, she says she has something to prove. This is set up for not this episode, but for future episodes to come. Harrison. It is time for the runway. Are you excited? Are you ready? I'm very excited. All that right. was a good one. It was a really great theme. First off, Rue looks incredible in her um, green power bodysuit. Um, those giant shoulders and the sleeves that lead into gloves, work it, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about those legs. Legs for days, darling. Um, the hair, I kind of love like the Bumpet style, like slick black Me too. Blonde. I love when she does that. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite looks Absolutely, ever. I agree. Do you have a um, blonde pumpet? Uh, no, but I want one after yeah, that. Yeah, I get it. I'm sure there's someone who would make it for you. Absolutely. So the panel for the night includes Michelle and Rue mocking British lingo all the time. Um, yeah. Alan Carr is there too. He doesn't really do much this episode. Mm-mm. Because it's all about Andrew Garfield who is in yeah. gay heaven. Gay heaven. He needs to just admit he sucked a few dicks and that he's a homo. Yeah, really. Um, who who hasn't? Right? What we didn't get on the show um, is something that was seen on social media um, are his pants. Did you get to see his pants? I didn't see his pants. Um, oh, I see. Oh, I know. Go, go find his pants. Um, they are being called elephant legs because of the giant flare at the bottom. It's like very excessive. Um I don't know if this is one of those, okay, this is what I have in my wardrobe and I'm going to wear it. Oh my gosh, this is so interesting. Or if this was like what they gave him. Like his entire look is really fucked up, but those pants, what the hell are they? Right? 
Because it's not a flare, like it's not a flare pants. No, they're like they're. It's like an elephant trunk. It just yeah. goes out. Interesting. He's a homo, right? He's got to be. Yeah, no one does something like that. Who just doesn't come out of the like closet, We will embrace you. Don't worry. You have no fear. Now I'm looking at RuPaul again. I'm just scared. It's so good. It's so good. Well, the first category is Queen of Your Hometown. So because we don't, because there's another show that toots and boots, we're gonna play. Hometown Glory or Hometown Bory. Okay. I'm punny sometimes. All right. So, first up is Crystal. This is very Victor and Rolf inspired dress, which I am a very, very big fan of. Um, we've seen a lot of queens recently um, go through uh, Victor and Rolf inspired looks. Nina West, uh, Nina West has done it. Mm-hmm. Um, Poppy the singer has done it. Like, we love Victor and Rolf. Um, there, for me, was some major disconnect with just how this impacted it mm-hmm. um i just did not love what, what did it say three day bender it just didn't like do anything for me yeah it, it was a little difficult to to clock but then she started explaining it and i was like the judges wouldn't have gotten that without like right an explanation i agree um i think the pearl wig was very very smart concept oh absolute um, serve but i so wanted good. it to be even bigger or grander or something because again everything we've seen from her is huge Mm -hmm. and this technically would be a flat wig even though it's exactly right exactly um but i think just the idea of a pearl wig was so so cool Mm -hmm. um but i think my favorite part of the look was the jacket um which again was made of pearls and is apparently a um thing in east london but it said uh the drag barely um on the back and I, i i enjoyed it overall i don't think it was cohesive enough for me i agree um, for me, this is a hometown Bory. It was a, it was a, it was elements of it were a glory for right. me, but I think together it was not cohesive. Yeah, you know, so. pearl wig, absolute serve, three day bender, yes, but like without context, you know, you can't really yeah, do anything um, about. Just didn't didn't work for me, unfortunately. Only first time for Crystal though. Yep. Next we have Cheryl Hole. Remember, she's from Essex. Essex. Um, the spray tan on the dress and the bejazzled panties, yes, everything about it. Um, loved that she had toilet paper on the heel, so funny. Yeah, that's good. While we may not be familiar with what exactly an Essex girl is, I think this look in her strut on the runway completely sold it and told us this is what an Essex girl is. Watch some clips, go find some other things. This is what you'll see. Thank you for my reference. I totally agree. Um, everything was really well thought out and put together. And you know what? Everything we've seen from her at this point has been like glam and fashion. And I'm a serious drag entertainer, but I can be do funny too. Mm-hmm. So I, I really thought this was a strong start for Cheryl Hole. I agree. Um, for me, absolutely a hometown glory. Glory. Next up is Something Wong. Um, the Birmingham Bullring <laughs> oh, is the yeah. most notable thing in Birmingham, so why not camp it up on the runway? This look is camp to the extreme. Yeah. And I loved it. I um, loved it. This could also work if uh, this was like a tourist look for a Zodiac challenge. I agree. Um, this is really the first time we've seen Something Wong where she looks incredible. And, like, maybe all of those bad preseason looks were on purpose. She was like, if I am not wearing it on the runway, I'm not paying for it. Right. Like, this was so good. Mm-hmm. And there, there, I don't think there was a weak element about this look. It was just so cohesive. Yeah. She wore it well. I loved it. I mean, uh, talking about last episode of Dragula, I don't know if you've seen it, mm. um, someone wears uh, a nose ring that really affects their 
performance and a challenge. This nose ring, it worked. It worked. It it it, it was big enough, but wasn't obtrusive. Yep, I agree. Um, so for me, this was uh, absolute hometown glory. Glory. And it's very interesting her story about why she picked it too. It's yeah, very interesting. Next, we have Blue Hydrangea, and this was a massive departure from what we've seen from her. Um, I have to remember what camp is and why it's a big part of British drag. Um, so Blue coming out with the Harland and Wolf uh, cranes, which also built the Titanic, mm-hmm. um, it completed the story that she was selling, so it worked. That being said, if you took the cranes off, she looked exquisite. Exquisite. Um, I love the yellow on her. The black hair is very different, but I think she pulled it off. Even though she is a paler tone, like the black worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think she's just an absolutely stunning human in drag, and I loved this. Yeah, that was a very smart choice. Um, Again. Story-wise, even if, like, I just wish, like, that... There was it blended all more together. Yes, but absolutely, she looks incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. I I'm, I, I was a big thought. fan of this. Again, like I take the cranes away, and this is um, maybe one of the best things I've ever seen her wear on a runway. But this is I'm a big fan of it. For me, hometown glory, mm-hmm. glory. Bag of chips. <laughs> She's doing Amy Winehouse. The hair is there. The stumble is there. I just despise this dress. Like, I've seen that fabric at Spandex House. Yeah. This is bad. Yeah. Um, like, if you're going to do Amy, go full Amy. Like, why not just wear the little black dress? Yeah. I don't... Do you mind me saying something? Like, maybe, maybe... Has Amy worn this before? Like, maybe I'm not getting the reference, but... Yeah. Mm-mm. Not... not no. No. Um, Andrew Garfield making the comment about her coming straight from his house. And I... Oop. <laughs> Just come no. out. Just do it. We'll get to the next later on when there's another reference to that. But um, I I, I just, the dress killed it. The dress yeah, killed it all. I agree. And the boot and the her heel moment didn't really go with it either. Which I I kind of get because she is wearing one one shoe. Right. Um, but the shoe she has on like doesn't really match. Any it of match- it. No, it, like if you had just a simple black dress, sure you can wear right, anything literally. there. But it just it was not cohesive. Yeah. For me, hometown Bory. It's a Bory. Yeah. All right, the Vivian. So Liverpool. She says the biggest icon from Liverpool is Pete Burns, and I thought it was the Beatles, so American propaganda for everyone. <laughs> um, Pete Burns, for those who may not know, um, was the lead singer of Dead or Alive, whose biggest song was You Spin Me Like a Record. No way. Yeah, You Spin Me Right Round, Baby Right Round, yeah. That's Pete Burns. Um, Pete Burns is also known for later in life um, doing a lot of cosmetic surgery that went to the extreme mm-hmm. um, and doing some very androgynous, almost unrecognizable looks. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us who may not know who Pete Burns is, this was very Pete Burns. Yeah. Um, as far as the look, I think the story is what she wanted it to be. The plaid jumpsuit is a statement. The hair is huge. But the real story at this hour are the flats. Run drag race, bitch. Yeah. Knowing what you're going to do next, you cannot be wearing flats right now. Right. Because this, like, was an interpretation of Pete Burns. So interpret the Pete Burns with heels. I totally agree. No flats on the runway. Yeah. Sorry. Just did, like, that destroyed the entire look for me. So I'm giving it a hometown boring. Um... You're allowed yeah, to disagree. No, no, I know I am. <laughs> um, 
I think I'm gonna give it a Bori too. But I do think that um like I like the jumpsuit, like it was it's cool. Yeah. I kind of like I don't know, I kinda of like the flats. Alright. So give it a glory then. Well I don't like I know, I don't like <laughs> I'm gonna give it a Bori. But I do think that, you know, as drag's changing and as like queerness and you know the binaries being exploded more and more all the time. Um, like we can see that like on the runway with like, you know, yeah. just wearing a flat boot. I yeah, wore, I wore, I like to wear Doc Martens in drag. It's Do you? Fun. Yeah. I don't dance in them, but <laughs> I walk around in them. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. wasn't working for me. Next we have Vinegar Strokes. Okay. So she's wearing a look she had at home and glued on the River Thames on her waist. Uh-huh. It's not a good look. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the same hair she was wearing in her entrance look. Uh-huh. But I have a fun story. You ready for the fun story? I want the fun story. This was not her original look. According to her oh. Instagram, she was going to be wearing this giant campy recreation of the Victoria Tube line that was literally giant sleeves, but could not do it due, due to licensing. Really? If you go to her Instagram and like yeah. right now, because it's very important to see that this could have actually been a winning look. I'm glad we got to see what it could have been, but last minute, this is what we got. Was Wait, which one were we talking about again? Vinegar. That's what I thought. It was... It's so good. Oh my god! Right? It's so good! Like, that is incredibly camp. That's everything. Yeah. But for licensing. And I just don't understand quite how the license... Like, how is yeah. the tube trademarked, I guess? I don't know. Also, maybe that'd be a good, like, drag name for our UK Queen Victoria yeah. line. Yeah, that works. By licensing, who fucking But knows. we're not we're not here to talk about this good look, because... <laughs> right. <laughs> the hair was great, the, the trains in her hair, everything was great. This look was just bad. Bad. Bad, 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 bad. So bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, hometown Bori, Bori, Bori. <sighs> Gothy Kendall. I'm just so sad. Baby. Meow. So there's something about um, the Leicester Tigers that makes this a hometown look. Um, I think her beat is incredible. Absolutely. But how does the suit work for this? what she's doing? Like, she needed to be full-on Tiger, which she eventually did on her Instagram. But this just... You're calling yourself a look queen and not showing us why you're a look queen on the runway of Drag Race. Yeah. I was so sad to see this. Mm-hmm. It really hurt my feelings. Yeah. I was offended. I like, yeah. This, the she is so much better than this. I agree. So I don't know if like timing of the challenge was just off or like she, because I'm sure as she was packing up, we got to see some of the, the incredible things that she could have worn. This was just not good. Yeah, it didn't do it for me. I really think she could have gone. Yeah. Like either like way farther, um, like like wardrobe wise or like tone it down makeup wise you know change the look like a little you know what i mean like i feel like it's just like a weird in between if the tigers really were such a big part of the story of uh, where she's from then she should have been a tiger yeah straight up that's all you need to do straight up as paula Paula abdul said yeah this was definitely a hometown worry yeah worry i'm so sorry i love her (laughs) i do too uh scaredy cat okay what no more pink pastel this is a woodland nymph this was so shocking, and I lived for it. I was like, okay, now I'm here for you. 
very cohesive. The birds and the baby's breath in her hair and the muddy cloak and the boots with the twigs on it. Everything was so cool. She's a fucking weirdo and I love it. Yeah, she's 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 a good one. I'm excited to see. Like I at age nineteen was not that creative. Like I'll admit it. I was. I don't think I would no. have had that brain no. to do any no. of what she's pulling off right now in this look. And having never been to a drag show, or, right? Like she, what she's giving you is everything she's learned on Instagram, right? And just, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe she wore that in her room as she was playing with her girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this was so so well done. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, definitely a hometown glory. Yeah. Glory. I agree. Next is Davina DeCampo. And again, this is the epitome of camp. It is such a departure from anything we've seen from her this far. And I loved it. Um, I love the tit trumpets, the plastic hair with the glue, the glitter teapot. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think the green dress was very vintage and it had movement to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, this was... Sure, I don't, I don't know where she's from based on this, really. But the look itself is so good. Perfect, yeah. I'm such a big Davina stan. Me too, and like she perfectly contrasted like, you know, like it's just very well thought out. Yeah. Um, very all I mean, seamless. Ov- overall And the from, plastic hair. It's so good. I mean, there are a lot of queens who hate plastic hair, but like when you, especially you, you start to hate plastic hair when you see Art Simone do it so perfectly <laughs> all the fucking, yeah. fucking time. Um, but no, she she pulled it off too. So she well done, Davina. Um, and again, compared to the entire night for her, she gave us two very, very, very diverse looks. She so did. She did. We'll, we'll talk I about the her. results I shortly, but um, I, I thought this was hometown glory for sure. Yeah. In this second round, for Queen Elizabeth Realness, we are going to play Crowning or Crownless. Crystal. This is what I want. It's androgynous. It's perfect interpretation for her drag. Um, she really is serving military dominatrix. Um, yeah. Come on, riding crop. We love that. Um, there is just so much detail in this look, and I, I, I live for it. it. It shines when it needs to shine. It's sexy, yet it's authentic. I love this look for her. I love the look, too. Yeah, it really... Um, it wouldn't be what my immediate... Um, Thought would be when when given this challenge. I I agree, but and that's what I think works because it's it's her. Yeah, exactly. It defines what her drag is while still maintaining what the uh, the need for the challenge was. Yeah. So for me, this is absolutely crowning. Crowning. Cheryl Holm. Um. Again, this is her interpretation of the challenge, and I think for that, um, this was still very recognizable, Queen Elizabeth. Right. I agree. Um. I love the pearls and the pink jacket works for her. But when your biggest critique is not having a purse for a runway challenge, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, you're you're trying to sell a certain person, and one of their distinguishable elements is their said purse. Yeah. You miss the mark. Yeah. Um, and especially now going back from the beginning of the episode when um, Rue goes, when you walk into the race, purse first, you need the fucking purse. Yeah. I'm not going to take points away for it. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna give her a crowning because I think the look is really good for her. I agree. That's see when I saw this I was like that's what I think I would do if yeah. I was giving this job. I was like that's very much on my alley. Um, so I really liked it. I really I think it's very you know it's very poised. It's very put together, simple, yeah. um, and very you know distinguished. Queen Elizabeth. Next we have some Ting Wong. This was camp to the extreme. Who thinks of this? Like, I am so proud of this bitch on this episode. She needed this to redeem herself. Yeah. Um, Her beat is old lady, but it's still her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just love how the stamp tells a story, and not yeah. just in the front, but on the back too. Lick me. Genius. This is what so drag good. is. It's what, this dra- is what it's drag. Drag. It's drag. This was so well done. I am so happy to have seen this. Yeah. Um. Absolutely crowning. Crowning. It was genius. It was so good. Um. Yeah. There's like literally nothing else to say. It was just good. I just can't wait to see what she brings. I. No, it, but and that's what scares me. Is we've seen so much bad from her. <laughs> we've are did she just like blow a load on of her good in yeah, one episode? Maybe so. We'll see. Next we have blue hydrangea. Okay. I love the creativity, but I'm gonna get nitpicky because I love her so much. Yeah. The bronze and silver dress is stunning. Wear it alone and I'm in love. This is a theme for her. But if she's trying to be a pound, aka a coin, she needed to paint her entire body silver. I agree. Um, the silver gloves helped, but when she went profile and her entire neck wasn't finished, it looked incomplete. Mm-hmm. It looked like, fuck, I ran out of time. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Fuck, no one's going to paint my body silver. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, concept wise, it was original. Yeah. I loved it. Um, very, very much same thing. Same vein as something Wong, but like fashion version, you know what right. I mean? Fashion camp. Yeah. So... I, this was the struggle for me. I'm going to still give it mostly a crowning because of the creativity behind it. Yeah. But the execution was not as good as we know she could do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to give it a crowning as well. Next, we get Bag of Chips. Um, as Michelle said, she is 70s Queen Elizabeth looking like she's in her 70s. Um, I think she just missed the mark for me completely. If we didn't have the side-by-side, I wouldn't have seen the reference. Yeah, I agree. But at least she had a purse. She did have a purse. <laughs> it didn't really go cohesively with the outfit. It no. was just white. Um, which white's kind of really hard to do on stage when yeah. it's just one thing. Again, with the, this, the, the pink coat is very recognizable for Queen Elizabeth. Where where did the black come in? Like, Or is this just her version of it? Yeah. Um, and then she mentioned something about Dolores Umbridge, which I have not gotten to that movie in the Make Life Watch <laughs> Harry Potter series quite yet, so I don't know who this lady is, but thank you, Fifi O'Hara, for doing your look about it. Now I kind of know when I get the reference. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I see it. Um, but I don't know. I think, if anything, Bag is just proving that she's a great TV character because she's actually a batshit crazy human. Yeah. Um, but for this look, fail. It's a crownless. It's a crownless. No, did not do it for me. Next, the Vivian. The Vivian, um, I want to love this, but I hate it at the same time. I think the concept is original for this challenge, and the pieces are all there. I hate that she's wearing wellies, aka rain boots, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Also, the fucking stuffed animal ducks are just stupid. <laughs> yeah. But when you have look one and look two, and look two is required to have flats, look one needed the heels. I agree, I agree. Because this is fine. Like, give me the, the, the rain boots here. But, girl... Yeah, at I, least, especially the first time they see you. Yeah. I think my favorite critique here was that she looked like George Washington. I know. And had a fake nose. I know. But I guess when you get that much work done, <laughs> who knows anymore? Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? I, unfortunately, am going to give this a crownless. I would give it a crowning if the... I think if the ducks were like the ducks are a so bad, real, right? Like not I know, like a real duck, right? But like I get, oh realistic. God, we're going back to another podcast about taxidermy. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> oh God, taxidermy. Um, no, I, 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 I agree because it's she was giving you camp, but then she went to camp with those. Yeah, 
So it wasn't a cohesive camp. Right. Something was off. Two I don't separate know. worlds. Yeah. All right. Next we have Vinegar Strokes. Oh, girl, please iron and steam your caftan. I get it. Maybe you ran out of time, but this is Drag Race. Drag Race. Um, at first, as far as the look, I think it serves the challenge. It was what Queen Elizabeth wore. But the execution just missed the mark. I needed more from her. Mm-hmm. She is definitely, again, someone who is a campy queen. Camp it up. Yeah, I didn't get that. Didn't get it. I, I was very, very underwhelmed. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to say crownless. Yeah, it's a crownless for me, too. And especially when you go all one color. Right. The eye goes right to your face. Yeah. And if it's not beat for the gods, her makeup was messy. It was not. It was. And I'm like, if you're not perfectly flawless, perfectly blended, your eyeshadow's like, you know, perfectly cut everything, like, you're gonna get rid of the house yeah. if you're in one color. I I just love still the comparisons between her and Meatball. Um, and I just love the interactions <laughs> yeah, of Meatball and Vinegar on social media mm-hmm. because it, they are like, like, fuck this TV show that whoever's gonna win is gonna win. That's yeah. the show I want. I want the Vinegar and Meatball show. <laughs> That's the show I want. Yeah. Um, but I have to sadly say this is crownless. Let's just miss crownless. It. No, did not do it. Next is Gothic Kendall. Um, so she's doing 1950s Queen Elizabeth, and I actually do see it. If this is a challenge where you have to put your interpretation on a look, this was it. Yeah, Gothy is a fashion artist look queen. You're not going to see her wear a replica of what Queen Elizabeth wore in this time. It's simple and basic, but she makes it look good. Mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that the runway walk is part of the criteria here because that girl does not know how to walk. No. Um, and Kim Chi should be thrilled that wasn't part of the criteria when she was on the show or she would have been off the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I understand the critiques. I understand Michelle saying, well, this is what we want. This is what you see on the crown. So I want to see the crown, but that's not gothy. Yeah. So I think it was... Unf- or drag, right. really. I think it was unfair to critique her in that way. If you want to critique her for not being able to sell the garment on the runway, yes. Yeah. But the look itself was good. Mm-hmm. It's what Gothy would serve in a for this challenge. I don't know. I'm really, really on the fence, and maybe it's because I love Gothy so much, but yeah. I'm going to give her a crowning. I'm going to give her a crowning, too, but I will say that I went, after seeing, like, her promos and stuff, I would have expected her to come in, um, with a challenge like this, with more of something that, like, Blue did. Yeah. I was kind of, but, like, I really love this. Also, I would see her, like, doing, like, an interpretation of this 50s. Again, like, behind the scenes things, I don't know how the day was set up, which runway came first, because, again, that was a ginormous, um, makeup change between the two looks. Yeah. So maybe there were elements that were forgotten or elements that didn't necessarily make it or that she That's couldn't do. Yeah. But it, it's hard to know these kinds of things. Right. You get what we get and that's it. Yep. Scared cat. Baby princess. Baby she's queen. Back to being on brand. Honestly, I'm I hate baby. this. I hate this. She's hate baby. This. Um, she's selling the story on the runway, but the elements that make this look, it just... I'm not here for it. It's a like, lot. This looks like the season two uh, wedding gown challenge. And not a freaking baby. <laughs> um, I honestly hope we don't get baby references every week. Yeah. I think we... I really think we I, I, Like, this is, like, literally hammering 
a Brandon, and we know Michelle loves to read people for um, doing the same thing week after week. Um, Miss Vanjie. Uh, so I, I, I worry for a scaredy cat because, again, thank God we had that first look to balance this one out. Yeah. This one just missed the mark. Yeah. So, crownless, sorry. Yeah, crownless, no, no. All right. Davina DeCampo. Yes to all this. Okay. Absolutely. Sure, this look like could have stepped out of like a Shakespeare production that she just came from, but she's playing the queen and she looks like the fucking queen. She's regal. She's very Queen Elizabeth. Um, but the kicker was the goddamn reveal. Oh my god. That's camp. This is what Davina is. Like, thank you for the guard reveal. Um, it's so necessary and it was so funny and it was so sexy because we have not really seen sexy from her quite yet. Yeah. And she can do it. She can um, do it. This is why. Her name is Davina DeCampo because she is divine and she is camp. Mm-hmm. I, and she's sexy. She's I, sexy. I, I love this. This was so good. Mm-hmm. Crowning. Absolutely. Crowning. Absolutely. 100% grade. After the runway, Rue immediately asks Michelle if she recognizes anybody. And she says she does. And that Vinegar was her dance partner and everybody loves Jamie. Mm-hmm. But have no fear. She is going to judge the way she judges. Fairly, squarely, and honestly. Thank you for saying that because... All of us would have thought uh, nepotism from the beginning, which is what I was scared for. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm really glad we got that moment. Yeah. Um, Crystal, Blue, Scaredy, Davina are all safe. Cheryl, Something Wong, The Vivian, Gothy, Vinegar, and Baga are the tops and the bottoms for the week. Do you agree? I agree. Okay. I think I do agree. Um... I don't. Mm-hmm. I I know it's well it'll get into sketchy territory shortly. I don't I would not have put Vivian in the top. I would have put Davina or Crystal there. Maybe. Oh no no oh oh yes, yes, yes yeah yeah I agree no I agree I I um am uh, I just did I yeah I I had issues with that I yeah. have issues with Vivian's overall look and again we know it will happen but um. I think Davina got robbed. Davina totally got robbed. For some reason, um, I forgot that she wasn't the top until right now. So yeah, I th- yeah. Um, we won't get into the specific specific critiques because we kind of went through them already. Um, but my favorite exchange in this moment was the exchange between Baga and Andrew Garfield about seeing him on Grinder and his face just <laughs> dropping. Yeah, priceless. Again, if he doesn't come out soon, like this show is going to force him out. Yeah, like what? He put himself in this position. He did. He did that to himself. He wore those pants. He wore those pants. If they become national television, if if they become international television, international. If if those become a fashion statement soon, I'm giving up. (laughs) They can't. I don't think. I hope not. Well, we are going to call this this new segment Untucked Junior since we're on the BBC and we can have an actual full hour show. So we're getting untucked inside the main show. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this part, Scaredy calls out Davina for being a little bit miffed. Um, and she says she is okay being safe, but she did take risks and she came here to shine. We've all seen probably every season of the show. We, we've, we've tracked the journeys for certain queens. Yeah. I, picking up on the the things we've seen from Davina in this first episode, I am going to compare her to Miss Cracker. I'm going to say she is there, but she's not there enough for them, and she's yeah. going to get knocked out when she shouldn't get knocked out. She's gonna be, yeah, she's going to be like I'm the... very scared for this. Me too. She really has it 
she really has it all. I think she'll, she's obviously, you know, she, you know, listed all of the things. Yeah, she's, she know, has the it factor, but she's not, she doesn't have, no, she has it. She just hasn't brought it yet. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a little worried that the editing is going to make me very mad by the end of the season. I was going to say that's another thing is like, I really, I don't agree with the Vivian being in the, um, in the, t- like it being in the top. Um, but like, I guess you also don't get the, you know, the personality of in between cuts and things like yeah. that, that could influence. Absolutely. Those decisions. Yeah. Well, Blue points out that Davina has been doing drag longer than Scaredy has been born. And that's actually almost accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Scary. She says scaredy. Scaredy, scaredy. Um, so the tops and the bottoms come back and Cheryl immediately throws her hat off. Because apparently the hat was the issue. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gothy is confused as to why she was critiqued about her hometown look uh, lacking the confidence that she had in her Queen Elizabeth look. And Cheryl in confessional says, Gothy, you're missing half your outfit. So no one is here for Gothy's outfit. Except for us, apparently. Um, Vinegar says she had personality, but they weren't feeling her looks, and she starts to break down, but the girls tell her that she should be proud. Davina slyly, like a little bitch, asks Cheryl how she feels about the comments, and Cheryl says she loves her Essex look, but she knows her Queen Elizabeth look didn't read. And as all the girls uh, prepare to get ready for the lip sync, Cheryl tells the girls about her salute. Up your bum, no babies. How many people are going to start using that at shows now in the U.S.? Me. Yeah, I loved it. That was funny. So, let's get to the results. The Vivian is the winner of this week's challenge. She wins Rue Peter Badge. (laughs) So, us Americans freak the fuck out with, number one, the lack of physical prize uh, like they get here, and number two, a pin. A pin. Well, something Wong took to Twitter to educate us all. She said for the American audience, there was a TV show called Blue, and they gave out Blue Peter badges for being brave, kind, and all good traits. So a Rue Peter badge is iconic for us because we grew up watching Blue Peter. Oh. Okay. Fine. I get it. Still not. But something else, too, in addition to. Um, What I also loved is immediately the next day, today... Um, Rue, uh, put on, uh, social media on the DragCon, uh, Instagram that you can now purchase the pin. Serve. Marketing. I get it. Yeah. Good play. Good play. I see you. I see what you just did Sorry, there. Vivian. Um, all right. So Baga, Something Wong, and Cheryl are all safe, leaving Vinegar Strokes and Gothy Kendall in the bottom two. That's so interesting to me. Yeah. Again, we obviously disagreed about Vivian even... Being in this position, but yeah. she won. Of the people who were in the top, I am shocked something Wong didn't win. I agree. That's I was a- like, what? I don't I don't know. I again you read her for wearing two flats and two runways and you're gonna give her the win? I don't see it, so I call shenanigans ambassador. Yeah. Alright. So the song that kicks off Drag Race UK's lip sync for your life is New Rules by Dua Lipa? <laughs> what? <laughs> This song sucks. Like, it's a fine song, but it's not a lip sync song. You cannot really dance to it and move to it at all. Have you ever had to lip sync it? No. I yeah, please don't. Don't do it. Like, anytime I've ever heard uh, anyone do this song, it's like the um, 80s remix version that has a little more of a beat. Yeah. Um, so, here's my little story. As I watched this episode, um, as we were meeting Gothy and Confessional, 
I texted Seraphim and said, you are gothy because, like, there's a lot of similarities between the two of you. They're both extraordinary look queens. As boy, they're both nerdy and introverted, and I see the comparisons. Um, as I watched the episode, one of my friends texted me and said that I had to FaceTime them to see my reaction to lip sync. And I didn't know why. <laughs> and, well, I was gagged as I watched because I didn't realize just how similar gothy and Seraphim were because they lip sync identically. Um, and guess what? I got that comment more times throughout the day from people saying, did you see Seraphim on Drag Race? That's so funny. Um, yes, they both do the same movements. They both flail. Um, they all wal- they both waltz around the stage weirdly. The hand movements. I was like laughing through this entire thing, and I've gotten it many, many, many times today, being like Seraphim. And now Seraphim's probably gonna be mad, but whatever. Mm-hmm. At least you you recognized whatever. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this lip sync a little bit. Um, Vinegar's uh, turban to glitter wig reveal was not the cleanest, but it was a great moment. Yeah, I agree. Um. I think um, Vinegar gave a pretty good lip sync. Um, Gothy has said in the past that she's not a performer, and she lives up to that. Um, yeah. She's th- DJ, babe. She's, 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 she's like, a I'm DJ. A DJ. Um, I think her mouthing the numbers when there actually were no numbers <laughs> in the lyrics was so funny. It's like, what are you doing, baby? No, no, please don't do this. Um, in the end, Vinegar strokes Shantae's while Gothy sashays away. But... You gotta give Gothy Kendall some credit exiting with Miss Kendall. Miss Kendall. So funny. So smart. She will be missed. Yeah. Well, I have some burning questions for you. Are you ready? Oh, yes. While she may be the pork chop of the UK, <laughs> can we actually make Gothy Kendall the Shangela of the UK? Because I need her to have the glow up and take over the drag scene. I don't know what it is, but I see so much untapped potential. Where did Gothy go wrong? I don't know. See, I just think, well, they kept reading her, The see, this is another, like we've been talking about editing, they kept reading her about her being nervous, but I didn't really get the nervous vibe from her on the runway. I just thought she was, that was just like her energy, like yeah. she, you know, had an okay, like okay walk, but like her energy was just kind of like resting bitch face, kind of, you know, like that's just, like gothy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know where she went. Well, she she went wrong with with the the first look. Yeah. Um, and I've really after seeing her looks and like following her social media and stuff, I'm like, you have so much to offer. I'm like, yeah. why didn't you? I, I kind of want to go her entrance look and right. stuff too. I'm like, what did you? I kind of want to go back in time and like see her Instagram pre casting uh-huh. and just see what was there. Yeah. To see like where the disconnect happened. Who are the front runners after one episode? <laughs> Um, Davina DeCampo is, like, every, she wasn't, you know, like, I, like I've been said, I didn't really, like, look into a lot of the girls when I was, like, um, like, before, like, promos or anything like that, and then this, like, second she, like, entered the room, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think. And I like Bag of Chips, too. Okay. I like those, okay. too. And then Blue Hydrangea is, um, right now is like a look wise fashion wise thing she's gonna really bring it on the yeah. on the runway so um so we got a little bit of a preview for next episode and we see there are some there's gonna be some drama between Cheryl Hole and the Vivian which we had a little snippet of in this episode mm-hmm. um is this the drama that we deserve I think it's the drama we deserve I the second the second Cheryl like walked in and like just like getting her vibe and um like I said I just, she just gives me like a Laganja kind of kind yeah. of vibe I'm like she's gonna she's gonna be in the be in the pot. Yeah, I'm excited. Gonna be stirring. Some um, stuff. but I think what I'm most excited for next week is Arya Stark, Maisie Williams herself. Uh huh. 
I can't wait. I love yeah. her so much. I can't wait. I, I think she's going to be a great judge. And like I said on the other podcast, I hope next season, when we have a next season, Sophie Turner's on. Mm-hmm. Just give us the entire cast. Just please. And like, oh my god, wait, what if we get the uh, runway next week that's like Game of Thrones? <gasps> like, I'm, I'm thinking, see, that's please. what I'm I'm like, I'm thinking there's going to end up being like Beatles runway. Like, I really hope yeah. they really just tie in those... Because yeah. re- they really are tying, like, two cultures together. It's yeah. going to be very interesting. Yeah, we're going to get a Downton Abbey acting challenge. I've never seen the show, mm-hmm. so that will be fun to watch. I haven't watch. seen either, yeah. I, it's too the movie The movie's out right the now. The movie is out right now, but we'll see. I think it's... I think, honestly, yes, this was the low-budget version of Drag Race, but I still had fun. I had a lot of fun. It was fun. I had a smile, and that's what drag should do. I agree. It should entertain, and it should leave us learning something. We And you know what? For us Americans, we learned a lot. <laughs> I hope you learned something from this podcast. Yeah, maybe I'm a gobshite. Who knows? <laughs> um, well, where can we find you on social media? Uh, again, my name is Amanda Pork. It's uh, Amanda spelled the you know normal way, and then Pork P O R Q. And I'm on all social media as Amanda underscore P O R Q, and that's me. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. Thank you so much. It's so fun. Thanks once again to Amanda for joining me. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.